Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the Wise Men Say Reaction podcast. Sunderland have just drawn 1-1 with Shrewsbury Town at the Stadium of Light. Josh Madger's header cancelling out a Luke Waterfall goal in a, a very mixed bag of a performance for Sunderland here today. I'm going to head down to the tunnel and get some post-max reaction for you guys here today. I'm joined by ITV Time Teasers Simon O'Rourke on what was a frustrating afternoon for Sunderland, Simon. Yeah, it was. It was massively frustrating. First half performance was like uh, a Sunday pub team the night after the skipper's stag do. Hung over, I tweeted, I think. (laughs) Absolutely hung over. It wasn't great at all. They got the excellent equaliser at the end of the first half. Second half, the level of play improved, but it just wasn't Sunderland at their best today. It's very frustrating. Luton, just noticing now, have got a 94th minute equaliser. So, in fact, they haven't even picked up a point on Luton in second place. I think some of them have left two points out there today. I don't think anybody had an outstanding game. I don't think anybody was awful, but it just wasn't great. And the truth is, much as I'm still confident that Sunderland will finish in the top two places in this division, these are the games that you've got to close out if you're going to get automatically promoted. It's not been a good day. A word for Shrewsbury as well, because they came and did a job today, didn't they? I mean, they're not the best side to come to the stadium like this season, but they had a game plan and they executed it. Yeah, fair play. It's a recurring theme of the season that teams, when they come here, it's like a grand day out for them. They yeah, seem yeah. to raise their game. And if you'll pardon my language, they kind of shithouse their way to a point today. That's exactly what I tweeted as well. Great minds think alike. Um, it was one of those things. I mean, it, it, that was a masterclass in time wasting. Yeah, Look, fair yeah. enough, though. Shrewsbury have got to find a way to come to the Stadium of Light and try well, and get a result. They're not going to come and play football against the Southern. Exactly. Again, goes back to disappointing day, that. Cool. Thanks for your time, Simon. So I'm joined, as ever, by BBC Radio Newcastle's Nick Barnes. Just talking to Simon upstairs. Very, very frustrating. Very, um, very, very laboured first half. I'm not quite sure for the reasons for that. It's one of those afternoons I think you've just got to wonder, you know, why they didn't come out of the blocks quicker than they did. Uh, The initiative was handed to Shrewsbury early on and they could have scored in the first five or six minutes. They managed to sort of ride that out, see that out, but it was um, a very, very poor first 40 minutes. Positives to draw, though, White and more coming on again. They didn't get the match-winning contribution that they needed, but they looked good, I thought. White yeah, White holds the ball up well. Else, yeah. Holds the ball up well. Um, you can see what Watmore offers with his pace. Mm-hmm. Um, it's frightening, and, you know, players... You know, we saw Haynes get a yellow card and came off because precisely because Watmore is the sort of player that no. encourages players to foul and bring yeah, him yeah. down because of his pace um, look they were a bit unlucky not to score at the end but that said Baldwin nearly banged one in his own yeah, net did, and, yeah. and, nearly so it. they nearly nicked it and it, 
I don't think you can use fatigue or tiredness as an excuse because you look at the other results. Portsmouth have played as you know as, as more games, in fact, and came back from two down to win five two. Luton came back from two 0 down to draw two two. So, is it the system? Is it is it the I don't know. It's very difficult to pinpoint why they never came out of the blocks. It just puts a, a bit more pressure on that Blackpool game New Year's Day, doesn't it? I, well, it puts pressure on that game. It puts pressure on the game at Charlton next week. And then they've got Luton at home. Yeah. Of course, that Newcastle game in between times. Yeah, it's a heavy, it's a heavy, time, yeah, it? heavy yeah. schedule. And I think you know, you, you, you've got to find a way of, uh, of addressing that. Do you change your tactics? Do you play two up front? Do you, you, know, do you use Wyke? Now he's coming back in, clearly because he's been out a long time. It looks as though for the next few weeks he will be used as an yeah. impact sub, if you like, rather than starting games. Do you gamble on one of them? Do you say, right, White, like you did with Watmore the other week, play him yeah, from yeah. the start mm-hmm. just to see if you can get the initiative in a game? Because in this game, in so many ways, Shrewsbury held the initiative because they yeah. had a game plan which they stuck to. Which credit to them as well. Yeah, and I, you, know, you don't take it away from them. They, they came here with a job to do and... At one stage, I actually thought with it being 1-1 about 20 minutes to go, they were looking at possibly going on to try and win it. But then yeah. they changed their Change minds, the thinking actually, well, look, let's just hold on to the point. But, yeah, frustrating. Is oh, this, obviously, it's, it's very nearly January. If you were Jack Ross, would you be looking to strengthen? I think uh, Donald, Stuart Donald's mentioned that there is money there to do if he wants to. I think, without question, he'll look for um, a defender. Um, I'm still not sure that there's and you need to get a striker in unless one goes um, but I still just think there's part of me still thinks you need someone with a real strength in the middle of the park yeah. just to um, just to open teams up and just to exploit sort of um, that area of the field which I don't think at the minute Sunderland do enough yeah Max I think that's Power where it Campbell tends didn't to happen no, I, I think did there and it's interesting I wonder if McGeoch could play against Blackpool mm-hmm. Just to offer something different, just because he tends to be a player that likes to get on the ball and move it forwards. Where mm-hmm. I think Catamol and Power tend to be a little bit more conservative in that area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, look, there's money available. You'd be naive not to not to spend it and use it and and, and push. Yeah, yeah. You know, this final half of the season. Cool. Thanks for your time, Nick. And now we're off to hear from Sunderland manager Jack Ross post. Sunderland's 1-1 draw with Shrewsbury Town. As you say about the frustration in the second half is that Josh had given you the platform just mm. before half-time to, to take that game into the second half and take the game to, to show. To yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, if you'd asked me how the game was going to pan out and then getting that equaliser before half-time was perfect for us because, as you mentioned, it then gave us time to gather ourselves at half-time and, and a platform to push on second half and... So territorially, possession-wise, number of balls in the box, I think we ticked all the boxes in that respect. Did we work the goalkeeper enough? Probably not. Um, There's a lot of blocks and clearances and half-chances and things maybe not falling the right way. And that is something for me to look at, whether that's poor play from us or just lack of fortune on the day. Um, but, you know, we, we did push as much as we could. I don't think anybody could criticise us for not pushing to try and win the game. Would he look to freshen it up? At Blackpool on Tuesday. Um, yeah, I mean it was. Um, I think you have a you have a plan to an extent, and as I mentioned, the the, the easiest thing would have been to fresh things pre for the beginning of the match today. But the group had played well and they looked bright, and and also were a little bit short of that many options for us because Duncan and Charlie are still not full fitness. Um, but the Blackpool game, even regardless if we had been fantastic today, was always one that. You know, that third game in a short period that, and away from home is one that we'll, we'll look at and, um, and, and trying to freshen things up a little bit within that game, yeah. 
just on the housekeeping front because we've got matches rolling into matches yep. and the talks of the contracts of Josh and Lyndon Gooch is there any news on, on them? Um, Lyndon as far as I'm aware is, is all but agreed subject I think to paperwork which is, is positive but like everything until that's all completed and signed off and, and registered but I believe that to be the case and um, Josh is, has has been made an offer um, and there's now been a deadline set on that by the club um, which will bring things to a head one way or another um, over the course of the, probably the next week so um, positive from Lyndon um, I'm still hopeful Josh will stay at the club um, but I think as I alluded to previously we're keen to try and get a, a conclusion to things one way or another You say deadline you've mentioned a week is, is, is that effectively the deadline a week's time? Uh, yeah I'm, I think um, I'm losing track of days so I apologise but I think um, I think that would be the conclusion of the week leading up to Charlton. I think, yeah, I think that would be accurate. So, yeah, kind of begin at the, the end of this, this week is that we're about to enter into. And, and just injury wise, I know Matthews was out again today, mm. Oviedo's gone down yes. as well. Yeah, um, Brian will assess, Adam tried to train Thursday, um, broke down again, George is still a couple of weeks away. Um, Ethan's been back and doing some training, but obviously he's a longer term one as well. Denver's still a little bit away, so we're yeah, we're kind of where we've been for most of the season. You know, it feels like every time we get close to having this full bill of health, we pick up um, other injuries. But you know, it's what it is. Just looking forward to the Blackpool game as well. Um, it'll be a big crowd, a big Sunderland following. The lads will be desperate to bounce back, won't they? Yeah, um, they uh, you know they they carry that expectation and responsibility in their shoulders. I say that often enough each and every game. And so when they when they go to Blackpool, that numbers that make the commitment to travel again, they'll be conscious of that. Um, it's a, a massive help to us, but it's it's also brings something that no other club in the league has. So. Um, They'll have a day off tomorrow. The players have hardly had any in, in very recent in, in recent times, so I allow them to try and rest mentally and physically. But it's a game that they'll look forward to. They should be excited about it. And um, you know, we need to. Although we've still picked another point today, it's just looking to try and put together that run of consecutive wins again because we've only had really probably one or two spells we've done that season, and, and we need to obviously do that um, on, on at least two or three more occasions through the remainder of the season. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 
Cheers, guys. Thank you. So that was Sunderland manager Jack Ross on his side's performance today. The key news and the post-match comments being that Josh Madger has approximately a week to sign a new contract at Sunderland or face being sold in January or losing him for free in the summer. I'm off to the pub to digest that news with some of my wise men, say colleagues. Um, I shall see you shortly and thanks to Sud FM for the audio today. So I'm joined by wise men, say Potter's Craig Clark. How are you Hello. doing? You alright? I'm good. You? I am good. Rory Fallow. Good evening. We're in Fitzies and we're also with a, a non-wise men sayer. Who, who is this guy? <laughs> Mark Robinson. He's my mate. He's your mate. Well, that was um, an interesting game, but then came the bombshell afterwards that Madger has a week to sign a new contract, which has kind of blown the whole game out of my head. Yeah, it's a, as we, you were just saying, James, before we started recording, it's a bit puts him in a bit of an awkward position for a, a young player. Like we, we see footballers as these superstars, even at this level, but he is still a very young man and I think putting a deadline on it is putting a bit of unnecessary pressure and it also means that if he does sign it it's kind of on a sour note already as well like I don't think anything good begins with an ultimatum like I don't know what you think of it but I think it's a little bit I, going, I, I think you can see why they've done it and why they've gone public probably is because we're obviously entering January and given where we are in the football pyramid at the moment and the finances at the club you kind of it's not just about Madger it's about he might be available I mean that would be for me would be devastating to lose him like I, I wouldn't want him to hopefully this is just the final it significantly weakens us like at the, I think a, a week ago when people started after the Portsmouth game saying we need this player this player this player this, this position whatever we were talking amongst ourselves about how that wasn't the case, we only need a centre-half. But if you get rid of Madge, he's not just our best player, he's a striker who is much better than our other strikers. So you're not you're significantly weaken us, and then you go to then definitely needing a striker. You need to replace Madge straight away. For example, if you got rid of Oviedo to get rid of his wages, you'd probably think, oh, well, we'll be all right at left-back. We've got Reese James, we've got Denver Hume to come back. Matthews could potentially... Flanagan can play there. Flanagan, exactly, but with Madge, it's like... We're losing, what, 14th goal today? 13, 14? Like, that's massive to lose in the second half of the season when you're looking to put that run together to get you over the line and get you promoted. I, th- I think the owners have set a precedent now. Methvin came in and said the piss-taking party's over. And for my privileged position today, and I can't say too much, but that looked to me like the gauntlet being thrown down, make the move. You know, this is this is getting released. All, all the journalists are going to know about it. It's going to be in the press. So you have to make your decision, which you can look at it in two perspectives. I'm kind of on the fence at the moment. Madge is a very young player and possibly we shouldn't be putting him in that position. And as Rory says, nothing good starts with an ultimatum. On the other hand, the club can't afford to be dictated to by agents anymore. I was going to say, it's not just the player, is it? It's the agent. It's it. That's who they're really putting the pressure on here, I think. It's the agents. Uh, but from a fan's perspective, you're hearing the name Josh Madge, not the agent's name. So all the fans are going to look at it from Madge's kind of, yeah. the one who's going to sign the contract. So. I still think you can do that but not do it publicly as well though. I yeah. don't really see you the purpose of out said anything yeah. publicly. Yeah. I, I think they want to force his hand up. Do they, is that what they want to do? I, I presume so. But I know Cardiff have been sniffing around haven't they apparently. They were at a game the other day. So I just I don't think they should have went public with it at all. Well it's back to what I was saying. The only way I can 
reason I can think they're doing it is it does bring it out into the public. A lot of fans have wanted to know what's going on, why is it taking so long? And it's understandable, it's frustrating. And the transfer window is here, so it is... Now's the time, really, we need to know. We need an answer from your agent or from you so we can decide what we're going to do for the next six months. I think that's the point that Methven was making behind the scenes as well, is that Sunderland might have to manoeuvre in January. So yeah. this deadline is partly to do with that as well. And they want to put him in the shop window, don't they, basically? That's, if he doesn't sign... Yeah, if he's not going to sign... They want to put him in the shop window, basically. We, we can't lose a player of his talent for absolutely nothing. We would get something in a tribunal, I presume. Yeah, but that's going to be... 300,000 or something it won't be that much so I mean it's, it's a really tough one for the club because I don't think anyone expected him to be this good no uh, it, definitely maybe even him included if, if, we, if we'd known that we, we would have tied him up in the summer and he would probably actually he might not have gone and signed Charlie Wyke for the fee and probably on the wages that he's on as well but we weren't to know that it's brilliant that he is playing as well as he is but at the same time He's doing so well. Don't I? I, I just don't think the apple cart, exactly. Yeah, and I just think the interesting thing to be if he doesn't sign in January, do they just try and peddle him no matter what the cost? Don't have him hanging around then because obviously you lose him for nothing in the summer. But do you take losing him for nothing in the summer if he potentially gets you promoted? And like you say, we still get something in a try. Well, for, for me, Madge has got a clear choice to make. Either he stays with Sunderland and continues to grow out a player. Or he gambles now, goes to somewhere in January, Championship, Premier League. He might not play. Will he stagnate like Joel Osoro? Will he develop into the player he can be? You just don't know. But he's got to. He might have to take that chance because of the money. And a lot of that's going to come down to. We see it all the time. It's agent influence, isn't it? I mean, he's got. He's his own man. But as you, oh, we're just being joined by Tom Walsh. Oh, God, how are you doing? Say something, Tom. Say something, Tom. Uh, say something, Tom. Oh, this right. Is like, this Hello. Like TFI Friday or something. We've just, we've just cut. Then. We've just cut Craig Clark off. What are you making? Imagine news coming out of the stadium. Really? What was the Imagine news? He's got a week to sign the contract. He's, he's got, got a week. week. Let's sign it then. <laughs> <laughs> I like that attitude, mate. Like. Good fresh reaction there. Who's, yeah. put that, who's put that on? So that was it. Jack Ross said that after the game today, and as did Charlie Method. Right. So is he stalling on it? Well, I'm, I'm reading between the lines, I presume. So. All right. Well, he's been dragging his heels about it. I don't know what he expects. I mean, but has he got like? Is he a queue of teams lining up to sign him or something? He must do if he's... Well, maybe that's part of why we've gone public. Yeah. If these teams are really sniffing around, OK, what will you offer us? All right, so say you offer us 500 grand, we can tell them that's nowhere near enough. I think, I think you make a really what, 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 good... would you, what would you accept in terms of what, what can we get? That. This is what I'm talking I'm just for six months off a contract, you don't know, do you? It's hard to say, isn't it? It's a hard one, isn't I, it? I reckon the club would be confident they could get a couple of mil in January, otherwise, they wouldn't be doing this. So Liverpool have just scored. Liverpool have just scored. That's why got a bit of a cheer there. People are cheering in a summer. It wasn't Josh Madges just signed his contract. <laughs> get in! It's just okay. more Salah scoring. Uh, apparently, Lyndon Gooch has nearly signed a contract. We were saying before nearly signed. that he might have signed so his we, first so name. Like he's, 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 just, he's just writing the G. Oh, <laughs> God. Just no. it wait, wait, later is he up to? <laughs> <laughs> 
God, I mean, nearly I, signed. Just sign it. I don't. Li- well, don't nearly sign Lyndon it, yeah. Gooch, if he signs it, can he like look up for a change or like <laughs> lay a pass up? He, he was put to death. So much. Just, it just always, always head down and just, and then just don't play. And then plays like tries to play a Hollywood pass, or then tries to just shoot from somewhere. Just look up, Lyndon. Under the game today, I thought Sunderland <laughs> tried to switch the ball far too much today with just long Hollywood passes for just no reason. Well, it's the same with the two centre halves. They make a good challenge, and instead of just knocking a simple pass off, they're trying to. I'm going on an adventure type thing as well. That they kept doing today as well. So oh, they like a little one. They kept going on an adventure. The centre halves today as well. Which is quite good, to be fair, in a way, especially when you try when a team's sitting so deep, because it's like throwing a grenade in the mix, isn't it? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's something yeah. actually they don't have to deal but, with. But when the, the grenades problem, Tom Flanagan, it's but, the, but the problem is they don't know when to pass the ball. They yeah. don't release it. And same too many grenades today as well. A too lot, many a lot of, of grenades too going off. Maybe, well, a Shrewsbury grenade with that set piece. Sitting next to the the Radio Shropshire guys today, and they were absolutely like delighted. They couldn't believe how well they played. They were shocked. <laughs> That, that was the biggest crowd Shrewsbury have ever played in front of, oh, yeah. apart from being at Wembley or a playoff semi final. That's, That's very hair ruffling, that, isn't it? Yeah. Like, oh, look at you, and you're pretty I thought, I thought they did all right. <laughs> you, you're playing well, you're playing well. <laughs> you're, you're putting all those blocks in. You'll probably stay up, but you'll probably finish mid table with that kind of performance. Yeah. Yeah. They were at 18th, which is slightly disappointing. They were time wasting from about 10 minutes in with it, nil yeah. nil. They knew exactly what they wanted. Uh, number 29 was an absolute shithouse as well. Did <laughs> yeah. you notice in the first top, every time you ran past Cam, he just pushed him. Like, he was just <laughs> pushing him, which I was annoyed about, but then I was like, nah, yeah, fair play. Yeah, <laughs> it's League One, isn't it? I love it's that. Love a bit of that. <coughs> well, we, have, we have got a bit of a problem at the back, haven't we? So, me, me and Mark have been talking about it all game about like Baldwin's regression is just terrifying, actually. It's starting to get really. We need problematic. a centre-half in desperate because it's it time, time for, uh, for Oster. Activate the Oster. Activate Oster. Well, I think it's close to show that Jack Ross has got no faith in Oster, yeah. but he's playing 9 at right-back. And 9 did have an all-right game, but he's not a right-back at all. And Oster to centre-half. Could have had Flanagan right back. Speaking of speaking of 9 we were talking about this earlier, but I really want to highlight how 9 is clearly not a fullback. The fact that he has to wait until Lyndon Gooch tells him to overlap, and then he goes, "Oh yeah, I'm supposed to do that," and then runs. But his run is so like like a puppy and enthusiastic. It's like it was a bit of a, a bit of a regression to the for him, wasn't it? So lovely yeah. that to see. Yeah, it's well, really sweet. A word for nine who did, I think he struggled he a little bit. Injury towards the end yeah. as well. So when he, he cleared through that injury. It was amazing, that. I mean, he gave himself the injury with a wild to look at. <laughs> he injured himself by being an idiot, but it's fine. He's passion. Just, yeah, passion. But look, and, but he looked like he really hurt himself. And like you say, he was sprinting around. What, like, what did we make of the um, the midfield axis of kind of power and Catamol? Because I thought there just needs to be something more in there for me. Miss, 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 miss Honeyman yeah, massively. Yeah. I, think, I think that's the biggest takeaway from the day. Not any players on the pitch performance, but how we miss Honeyman, how he links. Yeah. Midfield and attack. You, you can tell he played number ten at youth level the way he can do that. Well, like obviously, what, what it's not you... natural for him now, but I think for the Blackpool game, if he, if Honeyman is fit, I think maybe take Catamol out because Catamol's probably not yeah. going to have that run of games in him. Thought Power was actually all right today. Looked for the ball a lot and tried to make things happen. Never stopped working. He ended up with the wing a lot. Power. Yeah. I don't know if that's because yeah. when Watmore came on. He uh, what more sh- uh, shifted into the, the centre, which pushed power out to the wing. But yeah, I just thought that was a bit odd. But it was what they're very 
So I like both of them, but they occupy similar positions. And like you say, the midfield was vacated a lot, yeah. which was not, not the first time that's happened this season. That's what I mean. It's the, it's the link between them. Like you don't have, like Carmel is very deep lying, and it's when he's so made his best up. And power well. is as well. Like power likes to, to just start things. He doesn't necessarily finish them. You can see that with his reluctance. So that one best the day was when Catamore was going forward. Yeah, yeah. Honeyman will do that for you. He moves between the lines with the ball he carries it that's the thing no with Catamull Catamull just takes too many touches because that's not his game I is think, it I when he moves forward if, you just know he's going to lose if you think back to the equaliser against I think it was Wickham where yeah. Honeyman does that and I think he played in Gook or oh, Honeyman did the cross actually Gooch played him in you're not really going to get that like Power did try and he put in a couple of crosses to be fair but Honeyman will try to do that again and again with 20 teams are sitting really deep and we need to get those balls in from the byline it's where you you do really, really miss him. You're saying there, James, about like people taking too many touches. I thought that was, in the final third, I thought that was happening far too much. McGeady trying to get it back onto his left foot, trying to, he's yeah. beaten a man and then has to beat him again to get yeah. back on his left foot. Well, there, there, was, there was a time, like, late on in the second half where he had two Shrewsbury players on the left and he must have beaten them both about seven times. Yeah. Up and down, yeah, yeah. and he just didn't get his crossing. Well, Maguire as well. Touch. Oh, his first, first touch, touch is lifted it in. We played a really good ball in for Oviedo, lovely dummy off Catamol for the goal, and Maguire, if he just did more of that, perfectly fine. He was fine. visibly annoyed to be taken off as well. I think, I think he's annoyed him. with himself a yeah, little I think bit. Because he, he couldn't have any complaints about being taken no, off. No, I, I think that was why he was annoyed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't complain about this. And you know he really wants to do well, and it just didn't happen today for him. And the thing is, yeah, saying they brought Charlie White on, and Bradford fans early in the season were saying, if you take uh, Charlie White isn't a lad you lump it up to, and well, that's exactly what we were doing. He, he often I, I guess, he does his hold first up. touch is pretty decent. And yeah. he gives those centre halves an absolute battle. But he wants crosses. He needs, he needs to someone attack. to nod it down for. I, yeah. I thought what more off him would be quite interesting. Well, that worked really well against. He had one chance at Bradford against Bradford on yeah. Boxing Day, where like uh, White nodded it across, and then what more? Uh, good save on the keeper. But yeah, if we, could, if we could see a bit more of that white what more partnership, that'd be quite nice. Yeah. But we just didn't we didn't work the goalkeeper another today, but sometimes I just wanted us to shoot. Yeah. Just shoot. Did well, he have a save to make? One shot game. on target we had. That's it. Yeah, yeah, you might get a, a Craig Gardner Sessignon wonder goal, you know what I mean? Just, I think, just, just take a pop. Well, Howard, Howard tried that a few times. Yeah. 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 Reese James yeah. right at the end. Yeah. Oh, oh Reese James. The headlines. <laughs> <laughs> the Baldwin one as well. Just take a touch. Yeah. Take a touch. Set yourself. Hits it first time. Miles Badger as well. I don't know what, what yeah. he did before that. It was really weird. Just waiting for the shot. And just... what, what about Baldwin nearly nodding it into his own, oh, his own goal? <laughs> back did so well to deal with that because yeah, it was chaos theory that <laughs> could have went anywhere there's no theory about it <laughs> it just was chaos <laughs> that's which, what yeah which is league one to yeah, undermining me, me sentences <laughs> the thing is about it is it is a bit frustrating because at half time it was everything was going for us Portsmouth were losing yeah. Wals- uh, sorry Luton were losing at Walsall and oh, it's like just, so you scored just, for Luton yeah, as well fucking Kazenga Lawalawa <laughs> <laughs> I don't even play. Do what you want, Tom. <laughs> but it's like at that point, it's like we, you know, then we're back in this, back on the um, the front foot, and then afterwards it's like, oh shit, 
<laughs> and like Portsmouth have won. Luton have equalised in the last minute. And today's the one oh, time. I didn't even know that. I yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they all got the equalised. You were just laughing for the sake. This is the first I just, I just like the mention of him, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking about when he was. I was, just, I was just thinking about when he was supposed to start against Wolves. We're saying. Long last and then got injured in the wall. <laughs> oh, God. Was yeah. it even featuring the Sunderland, Sunderland Till I Die documentary? I, I glossed over his complete existence. He just, yeah. He's going, to be, he's going to be a quiz answer in a couple of years' yeah, time. Yeah, but I think today is the first time I'm thinking, mm, could get stuck in this league. Yeah, yeah. Like, I know what you mean. The only other time I felt that was when we drew with Fleetwood, I think it was. But it was so early in the season. It's fine. You've got it's time like against Wickham, I thought, all oh, right. Well, you know, they were, we'll they've done well against all the top teams, so I was less bothered. But I feel like you have to beat Shrewsbury at all. This comes off the back of a very good performance. At the same time, it's worth worth remembering we got a point away to Luton. We're brilliant at home. We have have picked up and the beat Barnsley at home. Should have beaten Peter if it wasn't for Oviedo getting sent off. I think that will really define that what you're saying will we get in, the, in this league it is the next three games away to Blackpool who are a Massive. decent side Charlton who are I don't know if they're still the four good. I yeah, think they are. I think they're not. I think they're not terrible. Yeah. Not terrible. Everybody's yeah. not terrible. Yeah. Well, no, a lot, a lot of in this league are terrible. But I then you've got Charlton. Charlton after they? that, who we saw on the opening day, and quite handy, and have continued that. And then it's at home, Luton. So but then we'll that'll, defi- that'll define it all, really. All the right, I think that's a wrap for today's Wiseman Say Reaction Pod. Thank you to Rory, Greg, Tom, and Mark. Champion, I remembered everybody's name. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Secret to summer ready skin is here. Osea's number one best selling Andaria algae body oil, clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Its signature scent of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun kissed summer days. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site wide with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com.